0: happy halloween hey real quick um before i jump into the show here uh the theme of the show is hustling and i'm going to go over that in a minute but you know the ultimate time that you're hustling when you're out there getting candy when you're a kid you dress up in a costume you're not worried about who sees you in fact you want everybody to see it you're super psyched about this costume that you picked out you maybe had for a couple weeks or maybe you made it yourself but you go out with your friends and you hit as many doors as possible and you get halloween candy and you when you come back you check out your hall and you make sure you've got good candy and your parents are paranoid and make sure that you don't have anything not you know any razors in there or anything crazy like they used to have in the 90s sometimes but it's all about getting out there and getting you, you get yours. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny, we, we kind of lose sight of that, but that's sort of a sales thing too. You know, you knock a bunch of doors, you make a bunch of calls, you have a bunch of meetings and ultimately you're just trying to get the candy. You're trying to get the sale. So, you know, the more you hit, the better you'll do. That's what they say. And that's how it is when you're getting candy. But I just, uh, I realized I was going to post this episode and then I realized that it's going to, it's going to be posted on Halloween. As you know, I, I pre-record these or if you didn't, now you do. Um, but uh, so yeah happy halloween i hope you enjoy the show and if so do me a favor throw me some love whether it's be on uh, the social media that you catch this on or uh the podcast of your choice give me a listen um or shoot me a message i'm at tdgr podcast on all of the major social media um and thank you very much do me a favor share this too if you enjoyed it all right so without further ado let's talk about a few shout outs shall we Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Deep Gripping Reality. I'm going to start today's show with a couple of shout-outs. These are actually taken from videos that I put on various social media, um, but I feel like they're very relevant to today's show, so stay tuned. It's about to get deep. Shout out to my buddy, HVAC underscore Viking, who is ruling Instagram. This guy is on there every day hustling. Um, and it's it's awesome. It's insights into his life. He's got a great podcast. It's called um, Who's Interviewing Whom? And he has another one too, but I haven't had a chance to really check that out. Sorry, Jason. Anyway, check him out. HVAC underscore Viking. it is shortly after 5 a.m. I am outside having just scraped off my car and warming it up because I got to take my son to the bus stop and then drive 45 minutes to work. Shout out to all those who are up bright and early, you know, getting ready to take on the hustle because they know there's work to be done and somebody's got to do it. Respect. Shout out to my body, you know, I I haven't really always treated you the way that I should. I don't eat right, I don't exercise the way that I should, and I'm really sorry, man. But shout out to my spine for always having my back, my feet for taking me where I want to go, and, uh, you know, my, 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 my neck for helping me keep a head on my shoulders, and my eyes for, you know, always being dependable and keeping a good lookout. And, you know, while I'm thinking about it, shout out to my car. You really helped me go places. Welcome back to the Deep Gripping Reality. My name is Steve Edelman, and I am your host. Okay, so the last two things that I was uh, giving shout-outs for were a bit cheeky. One was my commercial for Anchor, and the other was, well, you know, just me being a goofball. But listen, I'm all serious now. It's all about the hustle with this show now, what do I mean by hustle? I used to think hustle was a, a bad term that had to do with drugs or something. That's because I was an ignorant Steve. Uh, that was a long, long time ago. And then I, uh, you know, ran into a buddy, I made a good friend. His name was Chris. And uh, he said, Every day he's hustling. You know that old saying, Every day I'm hustling, hustling. Yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. Anyway, the point is, he was out there hustling every day to make money and, and to make connections. And that's what we need to be doing if we want to be successful at just about anything, is you really have to work at it, you know? They, they say good things come to those who wait. That's that's a lie, I'm all about patience. But good things come to those who get out there and work their ass off to get results, on anything. And I've been really big on this, especially my last couple episodes if you've been listening. Yeah, I've been talking a lot about um, getting out there and getting stuff done, eliminating excuses and making things happen. You know, if you don't like where you are in your life, you have nobody to blame for that but yourself. And when you stop pointing fingers at other people and you start taking accountability for the things that you can control and accepting the things that you can't and working within what you can work with, you start becoming more successful. That's the whole theme behind the book QBQ Question Behind the Question by John G. Miller. That book changed my life. One of my early mentors in a leadership role I had recommended the book. Actually, he didn't recommend it. He gave me a copy and and required me to read it. Said, if you are serious about being a manager, you need to read this book. If you're serious about being a leader, you need to read this book. And the book is all about eliminating victim thinking and taking accountability. And instead of looking at why, you know, changing the questions to be more effective, rather than saying, why are these things happening to me? which is a victim statement. You say things like, how can I make this work? What can I do with what I have? Or what do I need to do? It's all about taking action and and empowering yourself to make things happen. It was really, really, uh, it's a really good book. I highly recommend it. I've literally owned like eight copies because every time I loan it out, I never get it back. So that's an interesting thing. But yeah, the question behind the questions. Very powerful book, great book, highly recommend it. Um, That being said, I really did want to talk a little bit about what it means to, to hustle for you. You know, you may think that, oh, I don't really have to do a lot of hustling in my job. That's not true. You still have to. You know, if you want to connect with people, if you want to network with people, if you want to have opportunities beyond what you currently have and take your game to the next level, you got to hustle. I got a buddy. His name is Jason. I mentioned him at the top of this show. And uh, I, I've really begun to admire his Instagram game. I know he uses it to kind of screw around. And, and, uh, but, but he posts his life. You know what I mean? If he was a brand, he'd be killing it. I mean, this guy, you know, sometimes he's in his, in his truck. He's an HVAC guy. Sometimes he's in his truck rocking out to heavy metal. Sometimes he's in a truck ranting. Sometimes he's, uh, he's, just, you know, talking about what's bothering him or plugging something he's got going on. And other times he's rocking out on his guitar because this guy's a thrasher when it comes down to it. He's a bearded warrior and I, I respect the hell out of his game because he posts more on Instagram than I do. And, you know, I am actively trying to to be uh, putting content out that's very valuable to others on Instagram. I'm more strategic about mine um, because of what my brand is with the deep gripping reality. But I still respect his game, man. It's, it's awesome. Another guy that I respect... Um, You know, he and I aren't as tight as we once were, and uh, I don't know that we ever will be again, but I still respect his game. There's a guy named um, Carl Gianetto. Carl is a stand-up comedian who I met when I was in college. We were in a public speaking class that was required. And we killed it. We actually, every single speech had a certain subject or topic that we had to do. We had to either convince others of something or we had to educate others. And the first speeches we did our own thing, but then once we got to know each other, we spent all of the other speeches roasting each other. And I mean hardcore roasting each other. We stayed within the constraints and the requirements of the assignment. So we ended up making everybody roll and laugh and uh, we got... Perfect grades for it. We got great scores, and it was hilarious because everybody. Once Carl went, they would wonder how I would come back, and we'd have to wait. It'd usually be a couple days between each other, and um, it was pretty great. And then Carl, you know, flipped the script on it and flipped everything on its head, and said why. And his he had to convince people his his script was his script. His uh, speech was why everybody in this room is better than me. And then he roasted himself, and he switched it to self-deprecating humor. It was brilliant, but. I digress. The reason that I respect Carl is because he always told me he was going to be a stand up comedian. You know, he's not interested in becoming an actor or getting on SNL or any of that stuff. He wants to be a road dog, he wants to get out there and be a professional stand up comedian. So on his Instagram, that's what he does. You know, I was telling him to get on social a long time ago, um, you know, and I tried to get him on LinkedIn. I don't know why at the time I was big on LinkedIn. And I mean, it's still got a great organic reach, but I don't know if comedians are really finding a footing on LinkedIn. I will tell you voice actors are, which is kind of interesting and and some musicians, but I digress. Anyway, again, see, I'm getting way off topic. But uh, so he chose Instagram as his platform and Twitter for a while and he went all in. And he's kind of been hilarious on there. Uh, he puts jokes on once in a while, but he also posts where his shows are going to be. And to his credit, he's booking shows left and right. You know, I'd love to see him uh, do the Laugh Factory in uh, Nevada. I'm sure he already has, but it's he's booking venues like crazy all across the Midwest, and he's getting his name out there, so he's hustling, this man is working hard at his dream, he's getting on stage every night, he's fine tuning his act, he's figuring out what works and what doesn't, he spends hours and hours and hours working like crazy, I used to bust his balls saying writing jokes wasn't work, and it used to piss him off so bad, but it was because I, I did it because I respected him, the reality was that back then, I busted his balls because, I, I here's an, here's a quote that I've been meaning to share on this podcast for a long time, and I haven't had a chance to. And it's those who are too weak to follow their own dreams will always find a way to to discourage others. And I was, you know, at the time I was starting to follow my dream, which was getting into digital marketing. But, you know, it took me 30 some odd years to get there. And here's a kid who was in his early 20s, 19 when I met him, I think, who knew exactly what he wanted to do and everything he was doing. The only reason he was at a community college to get his AA is because his parents asked him to. He was barely trying and the guy was getting straight A's. I mean, he he was rocking it. And and he knew that he wasn't going on for his bachelor's. There was no reason to. With what he was going to do, he planned on going and and getting work done, hitting the streets and, and doing uh, doing stand-up comedy. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. So I respect the hell out of that. I've said it before. I respect the hell out of anybody who's willing to chase their dreams to make it happen. To, to do what they need to do and who won't be discouraged and who... You know, they know it in their soul, in their bones. They know their purpose, why they were put on this earth. A lot of us are hungry to figure out what that is, and when you figure out what that is, and you go for it hard and you go all out, it's a very, very empowering thing. So I've got nothing but respect for that. Um, so that's that's. That's that. Another guy that I really respect is a guy named Trevor Ray. He was on my show uh, a couple episodes ago. If you want to check it out, it's uh, Your Dreams Don't Work Until You Do with uh, Trevor Ray. And he is a guy who started out uh, doing football in college and um, being a an international fashion icon and, and male model and has turned his career on its head and has become a digital personal trainer um, and has become very successful there. I respect the hell out of a guy named Kevin, Kenny... Uh, um, Blankenship, who is uh, he is a, 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 a writer. He's also a coder, but he uh, writes something really cool called um, it's a it's a blog. Um, and now I'm it's I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm I'm forgetting the name of the blog. Ah, there it is, it's The Workplace Humorist. Yeah, so his his blog is called The Workplace Humorist. I think it's workplacehumorist.com. It's a really, really funny and interesting thing about life. You know, if you can just write and, and get out there and, and talk about what you're passionate about, I think you'll be surprised at how many other people are interested in what you're interested in. And they may not have the courage or the strength or the you know, commitment to get out there and, and talk about it regularly but it's totally worth it um, if you can inspire other people to do it and you know they say that the number one fear above everything else failure blah 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 humiliation and maybe that all plays into it but the number one fear people have is public speaking and you know it's crippling for some people. Um, but. To get over that, as a sales guy back in the day, now I'm more of a marketer, yes, but as a sales guy back in the day, to get over my fear of approaching people, I would take a deck of cards with me and I would go into Casey's, which is a a general store slash gas station in the Midwest, but I'd go into Casey's and I would uh, basically talk about, I, I would do magic tricks for people. Um, specifically the people behind the counter. Um, and I started deciding I wanted to record a video of it to make it even more um, nerve-wracking for me so I had something else to get over. And the videos are all now on uh, a YouTube channel that I've kind of abandoned because I haven't done it in so long. But it was called The ADD Magician. And on that channel, I started getting quite a following. So it definitely was, it was interesting, it was very cool, it was a lot of fun, and it's, it's getting over the fear. And so, you know, you just got to get out there and get it done. Once you're able to do that, you'll be successful no matter what. So that's pretty much all I got for you today. I know this is a short one, I appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, dig deep, my friends.